0: Welcome to High Tide, Low Tide, the podcast where we talk about all things mental health and where we share our stories with the knowledge that it could just be the lifeline of hope for someone who is hurting and afraid that they're the only one. I'm your host, Lisa Scanlon, and I am so glad that you're here with me today. Just a little reminder here, guys, that we are discussing mental health in this episode, so we may touch on things like suicide or self-harm, which may be a trigger for you. As always, I'll put resources in the show notes or know that you can call Lifeline 24-7 on 13 11 14. All right, guys, welcome back to High Tide, Low Tide. I hope you are having a wonderful day. I have an incredible episode coming to you today, and I have the wonderful Kim joining me. So welcome. Hello. (laughs) It's so wonderful to have you here today.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: My absolute pleasure. (laughs) So as always, I'm going to start the episode by just, I guess, talking through our connection. Yeah. So far, I've been so lucky that pretty much everyone I've had join me, I have known um, just from my normal day-to-day life. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, I'm going to ask you, how do we <laughs> know each other? Um, It's been a number of years now, hasn't it? It has. Well, I guess it goes back to Port Magpies days <laughs> <laughs> Yes, of watching the boys play footy. Mm-hmm. Plenty of ladies nights, I think. Yes. Um, and just around the area, really. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So, um, Port Adelaide Magpies is a local football club. Yes. And um, Kim's now uh, fiance?
1: Yeah, we're engaged. Yes.
0: Kim's now fiance. It's um, been a while. Yeah. (laughs) I was was trying to think if you were married yet or not. Dan played alongside my high school boyfriend, Dylan. So that was years ago now. I think that was like under 17 or something like that. So long ago. Yeah. So um, obviously, you know, we would see each other on Saturdays at the games yeah. and then any sort of events around the football club we would be at. So uh, we haven't been like close friends, no. you know, all of those years. No. But, you know, obviously through the wonderful world of social media, yeah. you still stay in contact. stay connected in some way, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and see what everyone is, you know, up to. And then we've just, I guess, really... Reconnected in the last couple of months and yeah. it's been really nice to do that. I yeah. think we would, when we called up for coffee I was talking about how difficult it is to make friends as yeah. an adult. Yeah. There's no Tinder
1: for. No. Oh, I don't know. There might be for yeah. friendships. I don't know. Do you
0: know, I think there actually is like a bumble for friends or mm-hmm. something like that, but yeah. I did and I did go on there once, oh. but I didn't, um, yeah, I, did, I wouldn't youth. say it was successful. <laughs> This is a much nicer way <laughs> reconnecting. Yes. So, um, do you want to just give our listeners just a little bit of an overview mm-hmm. of um, of you and yeah. what you do and what your life looks like?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm 35. Mm -hmm. I hate saying that number now. (laughs) Um, Mum of two. So I've got a dear little six-year-old daughter, Ellie, and little Albie, who's nine, yeah, just turned nine months. So cute. Um, Yep. So busy mum with them. I'm at that stage. I don't really know what I'm doing with my life, if I'm honest, at the moment. Does anyone really? (laughs) Yeah, true, true. (laughs) Yep, yep. So just, yeah, just focusing on trying to focus on being a mum at the moment. I've just gone back to work casually, but I hate that job. So that's just temporary (laughs) for now. Shout out to your co-workers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I haven't really made friends yet. Yeah. <laughs> still too new. No, 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 no. It's all good. It's paying the bills, which is yeah. why I've gone back to work. We're renovating at the moment at home. So we need income. Yeah. um, Yeah. And to make money to do all the things that we do want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty much me, I yeah. guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you have two children and one is nine months old. Like that, yeah. is, that is a job in itself yeah, and it something is. that I think mums in general tend to sort of glide over. Yeah, like, true. That is a lot yeah. t- too. I mean I've just got a kitten and she's a handful <laughs> so I can't imagine having two she's children. She's very cute though. <laughs> <laughs> so... In today's episode, we're going to talk through a lot of different topics, um, because there's a lot of different things that um, come into your journey. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So I think, as always, it's best to sort of take it back to the start. Yep. So we're going to go back to sort of what your childhood looked like, and yep. maybe like what you were like as a child, and mm-hmm.
1: what sort of, you know, looking back, what kind of like mental health flags you can see there. Yep, Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess it's it's only now when I kind of look back to my childhood that I realise that, yes, there certainly were some mental health things going on, more so in terms of anxiety. Um, I was quite a shy kid, pretty, pretty functional, um, but I think I internalised a lot now when I look back. Um, but yeah, just like little things, like I can't, I can't remember how old I was. I reckon I was probably... I don't know, nine or ten, but I went through stages of like chronically needing to wash my hands and kind of like OCD almost type tendencies, but not enough times, obviously, to warrant any concern with with my parents. Yeah. But just, yeah, little things like that. I just was very, very worried. I was fearful of dying as a child. Okay. Um, Like to the point where I remember when my mum went back to work and she would work night times. And I kind of knew what time she should be getting home. And this was like midnight. So I was like a child laying in my bed just yeah. like waiting for my mum to get home. And if she wasn't home, I'd like go into my dad and be like, mum, mom, dad, can you call? Like at this point there was no like mobile phones yeah. or anything <laughs> like that. So dad would call mum's work to be like, when oh, did she leave? Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like panicked. So just, yeah, I was just constantly, not constantly, but I was just worried. And I was yeah. worried about, I guess, losing people close to me yeah. and,
0: yeah. Do you know where that, like, do, can you identify where that may have stemmed
1: from? The only thing I can think of is, and it's not totally clear to me still, but I yeah. remember um my mum and, like, our close family friends sent us to, like, a Salvation Army, like, kids club. Okay. And which is, we, I haven't been brought up religious in any sense, but yeah. it was quite a religious thing thing to do. Yeah. I think salvation. Um, so, yeah, I don't, okay. know, yeah but, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm Catholic. I don't. I, I'm well, i dumb you. when you. comes <laughs> don't to worry. stuff. Yeah. Apologies to anyone listening. Yeah. yeah. I remember going to that and there was a big screen and there was like Jesus on the cross. Okay. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. And I think that may have triggered some things in terms okay. of like really thinking of death and yeah. like what that looks like or what that looked yeah. like to me at the time and that whole perception. Yeah. Um, because as a child, you don't really
0: have an understanding of death.
1: No, nah,
0: uh, not uh, at until all. Until you get older
1: and you yeah. understand that death means that that person is no longer you, yeah. I suppose. And I feel like I'm even relearning that again in my daughter yeah. now. She's only six, but um, and we can touch on a bit later if you like, but she's quite anxious as well. And it's yeah. now that I see... A lot of me in her yeah um and you know we've we've lost a few people in her poor little lifetime um yeah and I remember when she was in kindy and I had one of the school I think it was one of the the other mums come to me and say oh Ellie said today at kindy that she wanted to die oh and oh, I was obviously goodness. like how awful like yeah. what the fuck like yeah yeah like why is my four-year-old at the time she might have even been three because she's quite she yeah. was young, starting kind anyway. But we'd just prior to that, we'd lost a family member. Aww. So I think it was Dan's pop. Yeah. So I think for her, it's just been, I don't know if she's sort of seen us miss this person or know that they're no longer here. So she's like, what does that look like? Yeah. So it's like, I want to go there to see what it looks like.
0: Yeah. Type
1: thing. That's yeah. how I've kind of over the last few years interpreted kind of yeah. those little comments that she's made. Yeah. Um, that well, would she's have been so overwhelming. Yeah, overwhelming to hear such a oh. young little girl, and you know, absolutely your own. Got yeah, it. yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. but then obviously having the understanding from your like adult yeah, that yeah, she doesn't actually want to
1: die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's she wants just to be where pop
0: is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. see that loved one. Yeah. Who's, who has passed away. Yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting. I've never really, until right now, I've yeah. learned so much on these podcasts, <laughs> I swear, um, I have never really thought about how you would speak about that with a
1: child. Yeah, so yeah. That's quite so that's what I'm navigating now essentially yeah. is knowing how I felt as a child yes. and assuming or kind of, you know, assuming and trying to interpret how she is feeling and what she's thinking. Yeah. And she's a very deep thinker which is... I obviously was as a child yeah. as well and probably, yeah, definitely still am. Um, yeah, so navigating that is, mm. yeah, a challenge in itself. Definitely. Mm.
0: So then, yeah, seeing that image, I guess, at that event with the mm. the Jesus on the cross and yeah. obviously had an impact on you as a child yeah. that you've then sort of taken along with you in yeah. that part of your childhood, yeah. you know, and being worried about yeah. what that picture of death looked like, yeah. and, you know, Worrying about it for yourself, yeah, yeah, and then worrying about your like your mum, like in yeah. the story that you said that yeah. that she was, you know, going to pass. Yeah, or yeah, like, like that. I was
1: just, you know, I was like, and I'd have these, you know, just these real intrusive thoughts of like, oh my god, mum's gonna have a car accident on the way home, yeah. like. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy.
0: And so that was when you were quite young. Yeah, pretty young. Yeah. 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 And did that continue into like your teens or your adolescence? Um,
1: I think, I think again, in hindsight, yes. Yeah. I don't think I really had like the real, I mean, I've always had like, you know, the fear of dying and whatever, but yeah. not like I did as a child, I was probably distracted with too many other things to yeah think too much about that. Yeah. Um, but definitely anxiety um, yeah. for sure carried through.
0: Def- yeah. 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 It is interesting with that hindsight piece mm. because it's quite often with guests they say, you know, at the time I didn't realise yeah. but in hindsight. Yeah. I think that's really common. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah. I guess just, yeah, I mean... I guess, kind of normal for a teenager, but, you know, just always worried about, you know, what others are thinking, what you look like and, like, all that kind of thing. Um, It's it's crazy how early that comes on as well. Like
0: I can remember being uh, maybe like in year six or seven, so maybe like 12 or Mm. something, and I would always tie a sweater around my waist Yeah, because I was like ashamed of my butt yeah like and who I don't know who taught me yeah to like feel where, that yeah like but we, we didn't have social media then no, I know like oh my god we oh. had Dolly magazine and Girlfriend magazine though
1: so like it is
0: interesting how much affects us as a child yeah. that you don't even think of yeah would you say there was other aspects um in your childhood that perhaps were affecting that as well
1: um, I mean, I grew up with an alcoholic father. Um, yeah. so, I mean, that I guess was a different kind of
0: yeah. influence.
1: Um, influence and journey and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what did that look like for you? It was pretty hard, but again, it's a hindsight thing, like, yes. um, you know, kind of going through it at the time, it was almost like, was just normal to me yeah 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 but my dad suffered from quite bad mental health issues but which probably only really well I only really known it to have kicked in when his dad passed away so my grandpa okay um so I think I was about 11 at the time um and then he just yeah really really spiraled with his drinking okay um yeah like to the point that he had to like he got the sack from work because he was he was a driver and got caught drinking and okay so obviously that yeah like the impact the that, that would have had on the family yeah yeah, yeah. being the main breadwinner and yeah, yeah. my mum wasn't really working at the time not not enough yeah to to pay bills and so forth yeah so did he have a diagnosis of any kind or um, not that I'm aware of no Not yeah. no nah, nah. besides he got to the point where he had to actually relearn to walk because he was so vitamin deficient. Wow, um, I think it's B. Is it B six or I'm, I'm one, one of the B's? It's sure. probably all the B's, but yeah, because yeah, he basically just survived on alcohol, so he wouldn't right. really eat. Um, so he had to, yeah, like it. It attacked his nerves, I think, is what happened, and he like wow. had to like yeah relearn to walk essentially. And um, over what kind of time period was this? Um, like I don't roughly? Really? No, um, I'd say it was pretty bad. Well, basically, so between say when my grandpa passed away and mum and us kids left, okay, um, probably four years, okay, three that's, or four years yeah, maybe. Quite fast. Yeah, 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 hugely, yeah. Because especially when you know he he wasn't working, and my dad was the type of person he didn't really have friends, and he yeah. kind of burnt a lot of bridges. From yeah. his behaviors, from his drinking as well.
0: Was he a drinker before his father passed?
1: I believe he was. Yeah, yeah. just not as yeah. as much. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, now talking to he's he he passed away a couple of years now. My dad. Um, but you yeah. know, talking to my uncle, so his brother. You know, he kind of has always said that dad. He was always just a a sad person. Yeah. 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 Which is you know hard to hear that. Of course. Yeah. That he. Yeah, has obviously had a a hard life himself. Yeah. And, you know, there there was definitely no talk whatsoever about mental health back in those days. Definitely not. It was not recognised in any sense. So, yeah, yeah, he dealt with it as best as he could with alcohol. Yeah. Um, And then he actually got early onset um, dementia. Okay. Or like alcohol-induced dementia. Yeah. um, Which took, I mean, he was so, so young. Um, I mean, that probably started or I don't know, at a guess, probably late 40s. Yeah. Um, so he uh, just started to lose a lot of his short-term memory. Yeah. But continued to drink. Yeah. So he, yeah, so basically it, it was, you know, getting quite abusive and whatever okay. at home. Um, yeah. More so emotionally, you know. I, it wasn't, I didn't have the worst upbringing or anything like that. Yeah. But, yeah, things took a, a, yeah, not ideal turn when Dad yeah. started to drink a bit more. Um. So mum, yeah, yeah, she tried, but we ended up leaving, um, I think I was about 14 at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yep. So, and we didn't, obviously mum not working so much and being a single mum, like we lived with my auntie for a little bit mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I remember moving into a rental where we didn't have like hardly any furniture and yeah, yeah things Must like been- that quite
0: hard for I mean everybody yeah. involved
1: in that situation. yeah 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 it definitely was yeah tricky and you know the worry of you know judgment being a teenager and, oh yeah yeah but you know we we also we grew up in the northern suburbs so um you know it wasn't that on uncommon either okay. yeah um but I remember the day that we were actually moving out because we kind of just had to sneak out basically because okay. yeah um and my wow. uncle had come down I think he was living in Melbourne at the time but he come down and actually kind of helped us I don't want to say escape, but like no,
0: I yeah, yeah
1: like it was it was hard, and yeah. I remember being at school because mum was like, no, like you just go about your days per normal,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and I went to school, and I remember just absolutely, I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but it was the smallest thing in class, and mm-hmm. I just lost my shit. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, the, I remember the teacher being like, "What is going on? Like this is out of character." And yeah, um, yeah, and I kind of just spilt the beans on that, and then yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was a really, really hard day. Oh, for I sure. I think being, even though, yes, I kind of despised my dad almost at that point, but yeah. I also didn't, I I kind of, I take on, I'm such a sensitive person that I really hold on to like other people's feelings. I really resonate with yeah. this
0: a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly Yeah,
1: So as much as like, I don't want to say hate because I definitely didn't hate him, but yeah. I was like, you know, you've ruined our family type thing I was always so I was also like but he's gonna watch his family walk out the door and yes. not understand why because of the the abuse that he's yeah done to himself and you know the what the, the damage that was happening in his brain
0: yeah that he just
1: he didn't understand why yeah because you know he'd do these things and he'd wake up in the morning and it would be
0: why? normal yeah yeah in
1: him he wouldn't he wouldn't remember or yeah yeah this is the
0: ultimate empath
1: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> but and I then, really understand yeah and then that I guess was my journey for the next mm-hmm. um well yeah my dad passed away two years ago so yeah sort of a cycle of going you know in and out of his life and cause yeah. there was times where I was like no I just I can't deal with this anymore like I am yeah. it's too much for me to handle yeah and then I was like no but i like I need to know that he's He's safe. That he's alive. That he's got a yeah. roof over his head. Type yeah. thing. Yeah. Because he ended up having to move in with um with my nana with his mum. Yeah. Because he just couldn't support himself. He was yeah. Yeah. And then he was in and out of um like care homes and jail and yeah yeah it's a lot yeah
0: and it's really interesting when you start talking about um, instances similar to this mm. where you've got someone who perhaps has like a Predisposition f- mm. for mental illness, yeah, and they have um, an issue like um, addiction mm. or alcoholism mm-hmm. yeah. or something like that. Yeah, because it's like which is the chicken and which is the yeah, egg, absolutely. Type conversation, yeah. yeah. Like, is it is he are they drinking because of the mental illness or is the mental illness being triggered by the drinking? Yeah, as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a
1: really uh, interesting
0: I, conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And
1: my nana is an alcoholic was an alcoholic as well so you can imagine you know dad being the way he was and then Nana being an alcoholic as well and them living together yeah it was yeah like the worst possible yeah
0: and Um, it's people are a product of their surroundings or their upbringing yeah so you know if and I'm just using this as an example Mm. like if you uh, are a child of a, a household that is where alcoholism mm. or heavy drinking or drug use or whatever it is yeah. is normal. Yeah. Then you don't see anything different and yeah. you think that's normal. And then you take that with you. Yeah. And then there's other people that come into that conversation and then it's like, oh, actually this isn't normal. But yeah. that's all that person may have known. Yeah. I don't know if I explained that very well. But yeah. you know, it's yeah I think it's a very interesting
1: conversation. Definitely and, um, like my life could have gone in a very different way type thing. Yeah. Kind of, you know, being exposed to those types of things like. Yeah. And, you know, my brother, he was a drinker for a while. And, you yeah. know, I could see traits of my dad in him starting to happen as well. But lucky, yeah. you know, he met a, a lovely, he's now wife. Um, and, you know, he did get diabetes from uh, like his lifestyle that he was living. Yeah. Um, but that's all under control now. Um, but yeah, definitely like those kind of addictive type tendencies. Yeah. Definitely.
0: So yeah, there is definitely like an aspect of genetics that come into it because there is um, like research that has been done by mm-hmm. um, like psychiatrists and obviously people who are um, you know experts in their field who say that um, many different psychiatric disorders can run in the family mm-hmm. and there is like genetic roots to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, there is, I was looking up. Um, prior to us recording this, Mm -hmm. there is an article that I found on ABC News Mm -hmm. and I will put the link in the show notes um, around uh, like a scientist in Queensland who has discovered previously unknown genes that are linked to depression. Mm -hmm. So... I'll put more information I think at the start of the episode. I won't go into it now, but that was super super interesting what I found. Like they she discovered like 23 extra genes yeah. that can link a person's risk of developing major depression yeah, like right. through genetics. Yeah. So I, like I just I love research like mm-hmm. this. I think it's super important. Yeah. Cuz in the long run you never know where this could take us in yeah. terms of, like, medications and stuff like yeah. that. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, <laughs> which I told you I would do. <laughs> so obviously that was, you know, a, a lot for a child to sort of, I guess, not be not be exposed to is not the right word, mm. but, like, to deal with and, you know, we are so impressionable as mm. children as well. Yeah. Um, obviously you've grown into a beautiful adult, <laughs> a wonderful <laughs> <Thank> functioning <you. laughs> adult and a very good friend now um now you've been through um quite a few different things as an adult um so we're going to sort of talk through those and and how that has affected your mental health and how we've gotten to today yeah so i'll let you take
1: the lead on that Mm -hmm. um so you can start with the first diagnosis yeah um yeah so i guess talking about mental health my stuff is Mm -hmm. quite multifaceted. Um, Like a lot of us. Yeah, 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 definitely. (laughs) There's kind of been, yeah, a few different things that have impacted me in different ways. I guess a pretty big one was just gone four years ago. I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Yeah, and... For anyone who's listening who may not know what thyroid cancer is, do you want to give us a little yeah. explanation? Yeah, so the thyroid is a little butterfly-shaped gland that sits in our neck. Mm-hmm. Um, it controls a lot, um, which I absolutely did not realise um, yeah. until I had to say goodbye to mine. Yeah, um, Yeah. so it controls things like temperature, your heart rate, like deep, deep in in, in your cells, just, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of different things. Um it has a lot to do with like the chemicals in our brain and yep. that's, yeah, don't quote me on that, but yeah,
0: <laughs> do <laughs> it does lot, research, but... It does a
1: lot. <laughs> <laughs> and there's four different types from what yeah, I found yeah. online. Yeah, there is. Yep. Yeah. So um, I can't remember all there's, of them. But... I wrote them down. Oh, cool. <laughs> what was. If, <laughs> hey, I've got to
0: do the research um, and I may pronounce these incorrectly. Yeah. So I've got a papillary, yeah. follicular, and the plastic. Mm-hmm. And medullary
1: Med- medullary? Yeah. I may be saying that one wrong. Yeah. So which like one that. did papillary. You have? Pap- papillary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's the most common. I think it's in like up to ninety percent or something. Okay.
0: Um
1: in thyroid cancers.
0: Yeah. Um I read as well that I think it is estimated that there's like just shy of about four thousand new cases on average. Mm per year yeah. in Australia, mm-hmm. but there's twice as many female as males yeah. who get diagnosed with thyroid yeah. cancer.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know the reasons why. But I, no, I didn't get that far in my yeah, research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Hormone, show notes. <laughs> hormone-driven, so I don't know if, yeah. if it's that. And, you know, a lot of people um come out of pregnancy and okay. they develop thyroid issues, so you can yeah. get, like, hypothyroidism, which is super, super common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then there's the autoimmune thyroid condition. So there's Graves and Hashimoto's. um, And then sort of a lot of the time, not a lot of the time, but if they go undiagnosed, that's what then... Because basically, especially Hashimoto's, um, little nodules kind of appear on the thyroid. And if they kind of go undiagnosed, then that's when they obviously can start to... Not obviously, but that's how they can start to turn um, a bit nasty. So how did you recognize or how did the diagnosis for the cancer come about? Yeah. So it was all pretty crazy. So my main, I was basically just having a host of really awful symptoms that I couldn't, couldn't work out. One of them being crazy, crazy anxiety, like really, really bad. Um, I couldn't I felt like I couldn't breathe properly um, yeah. and so now looking back, it is hard to distinguish what was actually more anxiety and what were like physical symptoms yeah. of my, what was happening with my thyroid Yeah, because since I have sort of learnt that I did have hypothyroidism, um, it was kind of subclinical for a while but I wasn't really told I guess and I was at the age where I was like, no, that's fine. I don't know yeah. what that is. Doctor's not worried. I'm not worried. Um, mm. And then so when I had my thyroid removed, um, it had the pathology for Hashimoto's. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I'd obviously had hypothyroidism. Whether it be subclinical, I would assume that it would have turned pr- pretty much full blown, especially after I had my daughter.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Hashimoto's, that had then turned cancerous.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so once you had uh, like the diagnosis... Mm. What was
1: next? Yeah, so so I was having yeah the host of symptoms yeah and I actually just couldn't get the answers and I just knew that there was something wrong. Yeah, but just like gut that instinct. kind of those gut instincts. I was like, nope. And you know, I got you know, I was rocking up to emergency because my you know my whole body was tingly and yeah, which you know obviously can be anxiety as well. Yeah. But it was it was different. It was yeah. definitely different. I couldn't I couldn't string sentences together. Like I was just yeah just a shell of a human being basically and then of course i i do have health anxiety well i did kind of leading into that not as bad as what i have it now um but you know that kind of again going back to the childhood stuff i was that chronic kind of warrior yeah so health anxiety i'm
0: just gonna Mm -hmm. go off on a slight tangent now yeah so health anxiety is another term for hypochondria yeah 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 yeah. so and this was I actually did a little bit of learning about this yeah. as well which yeah. I love this is what I love about this podcast <laughs> as well and I don't love that you've had to deal, deal with that <laughs> but if we're able to educate people Definitely. around yeah. it as well yeah so it's essentially like an obsessive or irrational, irrational worry yeah um about having a serious mental health condition right is that yeah. not mental health just uh, any sorry, kind of um, yeah uh, yeah, sorry, That's medical you know. yeah. medical yeah. condition, yeah. not mental health condition. Apologies. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that is like it's a
1: it's a diagnosable mm. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until um, you know more recently, the psychologist that I've been seeing, she was like point blank, you've got health anxiety. And it wasn't until oh. you know I kind of always knew because my mum sort of tainted with the same brush. Well, I'm tainted with the same brush as her. Um, you know. We had, you know, like a little cold or something like that. She'd ship us off to the doctor type thing and, yeah. you know, I was pumped full of antibiotics as a yeah. kid because I always had tonsillitis and this is that's fun. another story. Yeah. I'm,
0: this is the complete opposite to my mum. Yeah. My mum is a nurse and I will be like, I'm so sick. And she's like, have a glass of water. Yeah.
1: So Lay up. down,
0: have a nap, you'll be fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, not
0: my mum. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So um you were, I guess, You'd seen that in your mum previously. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I was having just these sort of crazy host of symptoms, and I couldn't yeah. get any answers. I was going to emergency, and they kept just saying you, 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 you've got anxiety. Yeah, and although I was like, yes, I do, I acknowledge that, but this is something else. Yeah, um, like please listen to me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't till I was like, bugger, I'm going to go to my like childhood GP, um, who kind of had my full history, and that's how I've since learned that I was actually subclinical hypothyroid um, yeah. anyway she had a feel of my neck and she was like oh you've got um, like a bit of a lump there let's just get an ultrasound done and to be honest I didn't think anything of it I was like oh, okay cool not thinking that that could be linked to what I was experiencing
0: mm-hmm.
1: anyway when I had the ultrasound i are like yeah there's a lump there let's do a biopsy did a biopsy and actually when I think about it the guy that did the biopsy when he ultrasounded at first he was like no that's fine you don't need a biopsy I'm like well I'm here I'm here for the biopsy mm-hmm. let's just do it and thank God I wasn't like, yeah, okay, 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 I'll yeah, yeah, I'll come back another time, or you know, I'll let it go. Yeah, um, and so you have to speak up for yourself. Absolutely, that's one thing I'm health. huge about. And if you are having symptoms or you just feel like something is wrong, if you seem like a crazy person, just do keep it. Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta yeah. trust that gut. Instinct. You just have to, yeah. And I know that's probably hard coming from a country. <laughs> But <laughs> Don't I Google had, your symptoms, but yeah, definitely tell God. the doctor you
0: want more. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. If something just yeah, if you know in your heart of hearts that something's not right, yeah, yeah. push. So you had um, the biopsy. Yeah, I had the biopsy, and again, didn't still didn't think too much of it. Went back to my doctor, and she was like, "Oh, so yeah, um, it's cancer." Mm-hmm. And I, I remember because I went on my own, thinking that it would be totally fine. Yeah, and I was like, okay, like just broke down. Like, yeah. And I think I remember asking, "Am I going to need to have chemotherapy?" Yeah, and she was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't really know," because um, she wasn't the specialist, right? No. this was just the GP. Yeah, this was yeah. just the GP. But she was really good and rang the specialist, although she couldn't get a hold of them at the time. So I literally walked out of the doctor's office with all this kind of. Diagnosis, Pencils. paperwork, yeah. like what the fuck do I do? And yeah. Dan's mum and dad had early at the time. So I was having to, I mean getting in the car. I think I called Dan first. And, and told then, him over
0: the phone?
1: I think so. Is that what I did? Yeah, I think so. Aww. And then I think I called Katie, my best friend, yeah. and then my mum. <laughs> And everyone just kind of like raced to Dan's mum and dad's, and I was just like numb. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, but I was also like so adamant on just like knowing what was next that I was like calling the doctor, and they weren't uh, like the specialists, and they were like out at lunch or like they didn't start till the afternoon (laughs) or something like that. And I I I was like, now to the point, like, yeah, that I actually there was a mobile number (laughs) listed. For the surgeon that I called the <laughs> mobile number. And he ended up, bless his cotton socks, he actually called me back and was Aww. like, I was in surgery, like how can I help
0: Aww. you?
1: And I just, like, broke down on the phone I was like, I just, like, I need to know. Um, yeah. And he was like, I'll, "I'll get my team to give you a call." Yeah, and bless, not that much later, his um, receptionist called and yeah. they got me in the next day. And yeah, yeah. because even though
0: obviously there's there's treatment
1: yeah. for cancer, yeah,
0: I I can only imagine yeah. how it would feel mm. to be sat and told yeah that,
1: that you have and that there's diagnosis. all you know there's that fear behind it that oh um, yeah, and coming from a child that was scared of dying, like it's yeah. not like. It's yeah. It was you've got cancer, and in my head it was oh my god, I'm going to die. Yeah. And at that point, my daughter was like, not quite eighteen months old, and yeah, yeah, just yeah, crazy. And, yeah. and you know, thyroid cancer. Um, thank goodness, it's highly, highly treatable, especially the papillary. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's not nice to lose a part of your body, especially your thyroid, but you just mm-hmm. go into thyroxine, which replaces all the hormones. Okay. Um. And yeah, it's. Yeah. It's totally livable. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely in that
0: moment, like yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. So that's, you know. So up, you
1: had the thyroid removed. Yes. And then you went on to the. Thy- Th- thyroxine? Thyroxine, yeah. yeah. So what happened with me, so the nodule, um, well, the tumour was on one side of my thyroid. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's almost like can come out in two parts, mm-hmm. like a, if you think of a butterfly, like the two wings. Mm-hmm. So I went in the first week to have that side removed um, in hope that maybe if the other side was unaffected, I could just live with half and then hopefully not have to go on thyroxine or just go on like a, a small amount if I had to. Okay. But then based on the pathology, of that half um, and what they saw, they were like, no, like let's just get it all out just to be safe. And thankfully there wasn't any signs of it on the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah. They made that decision. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's all. Yeah, okay. that's what happened. Yeah, so a week later I went in for the second surgery. Yeah. Yeah. And then so no... Chemo or no radio no. or any of those. those no, things, so they treat thyroid cancer. cancer with um radio iodine treatment. So okay. it's basically um a radioactive pill essentially oh, they give you. Okay. I think it can be a pill or a liquid. Yeah. Um, and, again, my my gut and, like, you, yeah, I researched you as well. I just researched the hell out of it. I mm-hmm. consulted with, like, a top American doctor. And I went and met with, like, the nuclear medicine team probably three or four times, I reckon. And Sorry, ate... but, like, just that
0: term, like, yeah. nuclear medicine I team. I remember literally like,
1: walking in <laughs> and, like, I don't know if you've been to the Queen Elizabeth Hospital here, like, it is dread it's like oh. yeah it's it's not a nice hospital okay. i mean not that it's any old, hospital it's right? so old and dark and Aww. it just doesn't feel like it feels like
0: yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna say it, but yeah it feels yeah. awful yeah,
1: yeah 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 so and yeah just seeing like the sun on the wall and just thinking like what the hell like yeah. why am i here like yeah. um anyway i went through that process of meeting them katie came with me i think once nice. um and, you know, it was hard because my, my gut was like and, you know, from my research, from me talking to the other doctor and I even met with like I'd f- found people that had had it, people mm-hmm. that hadn't had the the treatment yeah. and I'd like would chat to them to get their aspect on it. Um, but in the end my gut was literally screaming at me like no, not no, like oh. you don't need to have this like kind of keep it up your sleeve if okay. you know because it does have quite a high recurrence rate as well so if you know things come back then then yeah because yeah, okay. that obviously with you know the other cancer treatments as well like they come with a host of their own side effects and of course. um so yeah I remember I remember I think it was the time that Katie did come with me and I was gonna do it like I almost signed the paper but I literally just could not bring myself to do it so I was like no yeah. this isn't this isn't right for me
0: and, and were the people in your life quite supportive of your decision?
1: Um, they were, yes, but they, they were scared and, you know, of they've course. got their own, um, you know, images of, of cancer and that yes. kind of thing in their own head, even though thyroid is, is quite different. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess they, they were just really worried and, you know, very mm-hmm. conventional and very, um, you know, just do what the doctors tell you. Yeah. Um, but it comes back to that piece around like
0: really... Being able to trust your own instinct yeah. and your own gut. Yeah, and definitely. And if it doesn't feel right, yeah. then that's the decision and that's that you need exactly. to go with.
1: Yeah, and, that, and it was really huge for me as well because, you know, I, I don't know, I'm not, you know, I'm not outspoken or anything like that at all and it's really hard for me to say mm. no. Um, but this was just such a big thing and I remember being terrified going in to see my surgeon because I remember actually I was seeing like he's kind of like like his his offsideers type thing, okay. like the people kind of below him a, a little yeah. bit, and then when I was saying no to the treatment, they were like, "Okay, we need to get you to see Doctor Parkin." Okay, I was like, please yeah. do. <laughs> so yeah. then, and I've seen him ever since, and he was great. Yeah. And I actually said to him, I was like, "Look, if this was like your daughter, mm-hmm. like, what would you?" sort of say and he he agreed with me in the end okay. so yeah yeah oh, yeah great
0: that you could have like someone who was I guess understanding of where you were coming from yeah well yeah that, yeah yeah that with moment.
1: that kind of authority as well yeah. and you know for Daniel to kind of hear that as well and yeah 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 okay. and so obviously this is a lot for
0: somebody to deal with yeah you know a diagnosis like that having to make big decisions like yeah. that um and just the added stress that would have mm. just been around at that yeah. time. How did your mental health go over that period? Um,
1: yeah, I was a mess. Yeah. 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 It was really, really hard. I was struggling to function. One, you know, just from the mental health side of it. Two, I just lost one of my major organs. Yeah. Um yeah, I was mum to a little girl. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. It was really, really tough. Yeah. How was that
0: presenting? Was it just In your like general stress levels, was it in the anxiety? Yeah,
1: more so just the anxiety, I think, you know, just that constant worry and, you know, Mm -hmm. going into appointment after appointment of checkups and, you know, Mm -hmm. what's going to happen next. And then, of course, for my health anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, any kind of little pain or, or lump or anything I was, you know. Like yeah. what the hell is this? Like it's back, or I've got something else, or yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been yeah, still four years of yeah, just yeah. kind of constant worry. It's like you just got this dark cloud over your head. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to. Well, it's been hard for me to yeah get out from underneath the cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you've had
0: a lot to deal with over yeah. those years. <laughs> so you know, on top of the the thyroid cancer, you also have a undiagnosed autoimmune mm-hmm. disease?
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all kind of come a- become apparent since the thyroid cancer stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, nothing kind of diagnosed as such. Um, but, yeah, I've got like an underlying autoimmune thing mm-hmm. going on. Um, and how does that present? So, again, with, like, a host of yeah, yeah. symptoms. As everything, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No yeah. simple things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And I, like, things like, you know, body aches, like I really struggle to exercise. I've got, like, hardly any, like, zero tolerance. Not zero tolerance, but, like, I have to be really careful because I just wipe myself out. Yeah. Um, and my, my biggest thing is just intense brain fog. Yeah. Um, like, some days are a lot worse than others, but I just can't. Think straight, like, things like, especially, like, processes, like, even, like, dinner, like, cooking dinner can be, okay. like, really difficult. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes when I'm in, like, a flare-up. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, just a whole host of things. It must be super frustrating. So frustrating, imagine. yeah. Like,
0: having all of these things symptoms Mm. and not being able to get an answer yeah
1: yeah and I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like do I need an answer yeah like and you know I'm pretty I like you know treating things holistically and that kind of thing so I'm always you know at different appointments and different modalities to Mm -hmm. try um work myself out I guess a little bit yeah um so that's and it's exhausting and it's expensive (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah, I know I'll get there. Um, yeah. I am healing slowly. Yeah, it's just really getting on top of my, my health anxiety for one. Yeah. Um, and just living in the moment, that's one thing that it's kind of ripped away from me um, mm. is just, you know, it's taken away from me to be really, especially more so, uh, especially recently, um, just be present.
0: Yeah. Know, especially
1: with with um, my kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which and is. We were talking about this earlier Um before we started recording, which I have to learn to stop doing because I get some of the best parts (laughs) before we even start recording. But we were talking about um, if we just use anxiety Mm. as the example about how when you're in that moment and you're feeling so anxious, all you can do in that moment Mm. sometimes is just survive it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, to think of like having to eat or even like for me if my anxiety is really bad, you know, I think, oh, well, I, I, I don't want to leave the house. I can't. I don't want to be around people. But then I'll lay down on the couch or something and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not doing anything. So now I've got too much time and my mm. brain is going faster. And yeah. so it it's, it's quite difficult. All you can do is just try to get
1: through that. Yeah. It's like baby steps, I guess. It's like, okay, yeah. well, how am I going to feel? Maybe I'll feel better in the next hour or. Yes. Yeah. 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 But I just have to. And I'm learning to kind of just to say no to yeah some things. Um, you know, if I'm really tired or whatever that I just I can't push my body because it just yeah makes yeah. makes me feel worse both physically and mentally. So, yeah. um, it's just all those little things is is yeah working out the small things that you can do to help yourself along the way. Yeah, mm. and I think um I find this
0: quite often with people
1: our age mm. in our age break mm-hmm. our
0: age bracket mm-hmm. that we are just such yes people mm. which can be amazing yeah like I love that I can ask certain friends to go do things on a whim yeah but sometimes we tend to overload ourselves because mm. we don't want to let in, in inverted down. commas mm. we don't want to let people down yeah but what we actually need to do is make sure that we're taking care of ourselves yeah. first and yeah. sometimes that means saying no yeah yeah absolutely so you know as we've kind of talked about, there's been lots of different aspects mm-hmm. here that have affected your mental health. Yeah. What I want to talk about now is the things that you have done or yep. the things that you do mm-hmm. to, to take care of yourself and yep. to um, make sure that you are healthily, healthy both physically and yep. mentally. Yeah. So um, let's talk a little around that. So yep. what is, I guess,
1: um, the main things that you do to take care of yourself? One thing I've learned is I do just – I just need to take time out by myself, whether that's – and to be honest, I do try to do it daily. Yeah. Um, I just need that, even if it's 10 minutes, just away on my own just to just to even – just to go for a quick walk or yeah. – I can't at the moment because we're renovating, we don't have a bathroom, but quite <laughs> often I jump in the bath. Yeah. You know, once the kids are in bed, um, I just jump in the bath, put a meditation in and just, mm-hmm. yeah, try to calm my mind, just calm the nervous system – I do see a counselor and a psychologist semi-regularly as well. So two different people? I do. Yeah, yep, yeah. And why two different people? Just out um, of interest. Well, the psychologist, oh, I started seeing her during um pregnancy yep. just cuz I was um I had worries about my health and she yeah, was quite was heightened at yeah, that time. Yeah, yep, and yeah. she was quite specific um to um that yeah to mums or you know um new to be mums and and so forth oh good um so yeah she she was awesome um and then I've had a I don't know what her actual term is I just call her a counsellor she's kind of like an emotional healer cool um yeah she's amazing and she's quite intuitive as well which I love um so I tend to sometimes we'll do um like a bit of a it's like a journey process so going back yeah. into inner child and like, like timeline therapy kind of yeah yeah I don't actually know what it's called <laughs> I do all these things I'm like I don't actually know what I'm doing but I like it <laughs> they're so good for you
0: so that's okay yeah yeah yeah
1: um so yeah she takes you back to childhood through yeah so we kind of yeah do a bit of a meditation type process yeah. and sort of see our inner child and give her a bit of a cuddle and nice. work out um you know just see what kind of comes up at the time yeah um I kind of alternate we'll do that and then the next time um, I'm kind of doing like four weekly at the moment. Yeah. Um, we'll do like some body work. Um, so she'll help release some things that way. Cool. Yeah. Um, which is super nice. Although sometimes not.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd actually really like to know who this is. Yeah. So give you I'm her get details. This person yeah.
1: yeah. She's awesome. Show notes. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so it can it can bring up a lot of stuff. Yeah. So sometimes you know, for the next couple of days, I'm totally wiped because yeah. it just kind of you have a pretty big emotional release. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty normal though. Yeah, like when it you're is. trying to work through yeah. emotional yeah.
0: things that have happened, or again, quote unquote trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, from yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. To process that yeah. is going to take it out yeah.
1: of you. and we do you know store things in different parts of our bodies mm-hmm. and from you know from childhood and even from ancestors and yeah, yeah it's it's pretty crazy. It's yeah. one thing like I've learned a lot over the last 4 years and I've loved that part of it. Yeah. Like it's definitely opened me up. You know I've always been quite, you know, holistic driven and whatever but um mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really opened up a can of worms, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean I talk about this all
0: the time but for me like talking to someone uh, whether it is a psychologist, psychiatrist, a counselor, a mm-hmm. social worker, a emotional healer, yeah. someone doing neuro uh, neurolinguistic programming, mm-hmm. timeline therapy, whatever it is that you you know, whichever feels best for you, yeah, like get the get the help. Get like without yeah. that that sounds it doesn't sound nice, but like mm. let someone assist you yeah. in feeling better. Yeah,
1: absolutely. The same yeah. way
0: that you would let someone assist you you know, if your back was playing up yeah. or your knee was playing up yeah. or you were having trouble hearing, yeah. like any definitely. of those physical things, you know, I just can't say it enough. Like mm. let somebody help you yeah. mentally as yeah. well.
1: Yeah, definitely. So it's just a matter of, yeah, seeing what, what works for you yeah. really. And it can be hard to find that person. Yes. Um, and it took me a while to kind of find my, my team, I guess, that I've kind yeah. of got a pretty good team now Um, where I know I can go to, Different people for different things, depending on how I'm feeling or what I need. Um, yeah, yeah. And but just don't give up as well. Yeah, I don't give up. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: um, you know, if the first person you see, you know, if you give them a shot or two, mm-hmm. like, uh, and it doesn't vibe, yeah, or it doesn't feel right,
1: then don't be discouraged. Yeah, don't just be like, discouraged. No, 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 no. Ask and sometimes for a different referral. Yeah, and sometimes even, you know someone that does the same modality, mm. um, yeah, you just got to find that right person. Exactly. Yeah, which is it's, it sucks that you kind of have to go on that journey as well to kind of find those yeah. people. but um, And ask people as well, like mm. ask. Like, that's how I've found a lot of mine is just by, you know, speaking to people. I've always been pretty open with, um, you know, my journey and whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, because you never know what someone else has seen and that will work for you. and Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely
0: therapy is a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. And what I have really enjoyed about watching your journey, whenever I say that, (laughs) it never sounds right, but, like, what I have seen throughout following your journey as well, um, you went through the process of essentially, like, detoxing your home. I and I think there's going to be people that are really interested in this aspect. So yeah. if, do you want to talk us through that a little bit? I can touch on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, again, when I was diagnosed, I just went like on this tangent of, okay, what can I do to support myself so I can heal and so this doesn't happen again? Like mm-hmm. what What have I been doing? So I totally changed my diet. Um Not that I, you know, was super bad or whatever, but, you know, I totally changed that and just, you know, more just a whole food diet um, and just detox my home as well. You know, I learn a lot about um, the things that we're putting in our bodies and on our skin, how it can impact um, our insides, especially on our hormones and things like that. So um, I was blessed to have come across a beautiful lady, Louise McCartney, um, local Adelaide lady. She's just... I just can't even describe. She's just incredible, just a total wealth of knowledge. She's beautiful. She's an ex-midwife. Yeah. And then now she does, um, like, health coaching, but... It's so so much more than that. So much yeah. more than that. Anyway, I was introduced to her, um, and yeah, she helped me. Yeah, detox my home, so change things like um, you know our dishwashing liquid, our laundry powder, the things I was putting on my skin. Um, okay. Yeah. So even like skincare. Skincare. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you know, I'm not. I'm definitely not perfect, but um, and it's expensive to do sometimes. And sometimes yeah. it is just easier just to you know go to the supermarket and buy any old you know laundry powder or whatever but yeah when you kind of start to learn how it can impact on your health yeah there's just there's there's no going back yeah yeah I have looked a little bit into
0: this but I have not taken any steps I will admit (laughs) that but it is baby steps baby steps it is very interesting when you Mm. start going down that um that path of looking Mm. at actually what is in the things that we use on a daily basis that we
1: don't even realise are there. And, you know, there's if you want to do your own kind of research and stuff, there's certain apps that you can get. Mm -hmm. I think there's one called Chemical Maze. Um, I'd have to... Yeah, yeah. I'll put it. a couple up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so even, you know, if you are interested, you know, turn, look at the ingredients mm-hmm. on everything. And if you if there's anything you don't recognise, you can put it into this app and it can tell oh. you like. Like what it actually is. Yeah, yeah. And whether it's good or yeah. bad and certain things about it. And yeah. Yeah, and you'd you'd be mortified at yeah. some of the things. God.
0: Yeah. I know there's um a follow on Instagram a page called Supermarket Swap.
1: Yes, that was the other one I was going to mention. <laughs> she's actually a school mum at early school, and she oh, is she from Adelaide? She's an Adelaide girl. Oh, yeah, cool. she's amazing and so like like normal as well. Yeah. Like she's another mum, and she yeah. um I think she had issues with her little boy um yeah and some of his behaviours, and again just did her own research, looked into it, and, yeah, wanted to share. And, yeah. Yeah, she's done an amazing job. Yeah, yeah I remember her app too. when I
0: started following along her page, she would do like she'd be like in Woolworths or yeah. Coles, like being like look at what's on the back of this packet and then show you a better alternative. Yeah, yeah. And now she has an app. Mm, mm-hmm. And I just think she found a really like she found a, a, a gap. Yeah. And is now able to pass that information on and help yeah. other people. Yeah. I just think that is so amazing. Yeah,
1: and it's huge, especially for mums and with kids that, you mm. know, it's so easy to pump them with, like, these additives and preservatives mm-hmm. and... Fillers. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. they sneak in on you and, yeah, just, yeah. just yeah, highly recommend. Get that app <laughs> if you're a mum, for sure. I'll put her in the show notes yeah. as well. It's yeah. really cool that... I,
0: I knew she was Australian, but I, I mustn't have clicked that she yeah, was Yeah, she's my well, yeah, she so. was local. And, yeah, yeah, and so obviously, like, these things that we're ingesting, we're mm. putting in our body, we're putting on our body, we're yeah. spraying around our homes mm. and we're inhaling it, yeah. all of these things are going to affect our health, Yeah. whether it is physical or mental yeah. or a combination of both. 100%. So yeah. even just, you know, just dabbling.
1: Yeah. You know, the, the baby Just be steps. curious. That's all I would say. Yeah. It's just, just, yeah, open your mind, just be curious, especially mm-hmm. if you do have anxiety or, yeah. you know, have these niggly kind of things that you, you can't answer or a doctor yeah. can't answer. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, being even, curious. Just like even – I'm sorry, I just
0: cut you off my no. <laughs> Even Like if you think about, for example, like how having a coffee mm. – for me, if if I have one too many coffees or something, mm. how badly that will affect my anxiety. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. Or if I'm already anxious, the mm. last thing on earth mm. I need to be having is a coffee. And I sell coffee mm. for a living, and I
1: love coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so it, that's I, I had you to. Ingest, yeah, you know? I had to stop drinking coffee. Like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> and I hate it. And sometimes I'll um, get decaf, but even yeah. sometimes decaf, like that's depending still on the bean, can have caffeine in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it triggers me hard. Yeah. So yeah, there
0: is definitely, like, you know, when you break it down and you just think about it from that mm, easy aspect. Yeah. Like of course these other things we're using can mm. have an effect on yeah. you. It's common sense. Common sense. <laughs> no, it's not. I, so I, I had to oof, learn. I just stepped on the cat. <laughs> Oops. Um so yeah, that I know that was a big part of your journey. Mm, mm-hmm. Um and your sort of I guess, you know, keeping yourself healthy or your self-care, if you will. Yeah. What yeah. other things? Have you got anything else? I love um, weird ones. Any weird ones? Like um, I always use my crosswords or, you know, if my anxiety is crazy, I'll do a crossword because my uh, brain can't. I need to do
1: stuff like that. <laughs> do you know what? Because <laughs> what I have tended to do more lately is I bloody get on my phone and I scroll and it yeah. spirals me more. So that's yeah. one thing I'm working on is putting yeah. my phone down.
0: Do you have the little um, like warning that comes up and it's like, You've reached your quota of No, I need that.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah. but I mean I
0: have that on and then I'm just like, Okay, <laughs> and just get rid of it and keep Don't going. Don't tell me that. Don't tell
1: me that. <laughs>
0: um, I know that as well before we started recording, you mm. said that um potentially in the next couple of weeks or, you know, in the future you were actually going to be looking into going on to some form of medication yes. for the anxiety yeah. as well.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Um, so yeah, I've kinda had a bit of a, a yeah my mental health hasn't been great the last few weeks especially with my health anxiety to the point that I've decided that I am going to try some medication yeah I have tried it in the past but didn't try it for long enough um so yeah it's just I just need that extra support I think um to yeah help with some of my intrusive thoughts um and just to bring me back to reality I guess Mm -hmm. a little bit hopefully yeah um yeah so I've tried a couple of things um but yeah I'm yeah, going to try medication. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, again, we were talking
0: before, um, for me, I haven't um, gone down the path of medication mm-hmm. in my own journey and I'm all for it for anyone yeah. who um, needs it or wants to try it or mm-hmm. any of that. But when I had Katie on the podcast and she talked through how much it changed her yeah. life, like knowing that story and knowing how much it, it helped her, whenever yeah. anyone now says to me, oh, I, I think I'm going to give that a try, mm. I'm like if that's what feels right for you, definitely yeah. like definitely go down that path yeah. because, you know, I've seen the proof in yeah. her of yeah. how much it can help somebody. Yeah. So, and And to think, you know, if we do have these things available mm. Mm. and we have the tools to make an educated decision for yeah. our own health, then I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, I did listen to Katie's podcast. And she was one of the reasons I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Yeah. No, and my partner's just also recently started something as well. and Yeah. Um, you know, it's helped him as well. And I just need okay. to, I wouldn't say that I was, you know, I guess I probably did try to be, you know, try to be the the tough girl. Okay, yeah. Inverted commas. Um, yeah. A little bit, but yeah, I just yeah, I I need that extra support and that's yeah. totally fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um and like you said, it's there to help. So yeah. Fingers crossed, yeah, I can find something that'll yeah, just take the edge off a little yeah. bit for me.
0: And I just think sometimes in these situations like how how lucky we are that we're in a place where, mm. you know, we can make an educ that educated decision yeah. and have Access to it, Yes, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I think if it's there, why not? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and if it doesn't work, then yeah, it's
0: fine. We'll cross that path. We'll cross with that path. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and um, in terms of you know the influential people along this journey mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. who would you say has sort of you know been able to help you the most?
1: Well, I touched on her just before. Louise yeah. McCartney was a huge, huge influence on me. At the time where I need really needed someone, I needed yeah. direction, um, and she helped me with that. Amazing. Um, so I was always and still I'm very supported by her. You know, I think even last week I sent her a t- text when I was kind of in when one of my spirals. Yeah. Um. And yeah, she's she's always amazing. Of course, Daniel. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's Your partner. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I'm going to get up there. Oh. <laughs> um, That's okay. Yeah, he's yeah been amazing. Yeah, um, because he's you know been through his own journey as well. So yeah, to support me, yeah, he's just incredible. Yeah,
0: and the two of you are such beautiful people as well. Thank like you. obviously, I've known both of you just as long as one yeah. another, yeah. but in different aspects, yeah. I guess. And, yeah, and I've spoken to him a couple of times mm. as well, and so yeah. like semi aware of you yeah. know, both having a bit of a journey, and yeah. I just think. I'm just grateful that the two of you have each other yeah and you guys have like lived this like teenage dream like <laughs> you know marriage of bloody high school sweetheart something
1: like <laughs> and that it's
0: beautiful family so yeah, think, yeah yeah we are
1: really lucky yeah. but yeah you know very lucky I, to have each other yeah definitely you know mm-hmm. when I feel like especially you know being parents when I'm just like totally depleted mm-hmm. when I'm just like I just can't parent today yeah um yeah he's just and he's yeah the the best dad in the world like Aww. yeah amazing yeah, hands down there's no one better yeah <laughs> because he's a giant child himself yeah. right? <laughs> that helps yeah 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 yeah. but no he's and he's always got the energy so no matter kind of what's going on in his head yeah. he can get through that whereas I need to kind of deal with it and you know yeah go for that walk or have the bath and no,
0: this is a partnership
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's how it should be yeah <laughs> it is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I guess in, a, in, a, in an odd way, my, my dad has been a pretty big influence as well. Um, just a lot of lessons learnt from yeah. him, from seeing his journey and what he went through as hard as it was. You know, I've got a lot of gratitude there as well. It's kind of made me yeah. the person that I am. Um, again, yeah, I've learnt a lot through him more so what not to do <laughs> yeah. um
0: and they're good lessons as well Though.
1: yeah 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 um mm-hmm. definitely but yeah oddly yeah my yeah. dad yeah yeah yeah
0: it's good to take lessons from wherever they present you yeah know, and I can resonate with that as yeah. well mm-hmm. yeah so what do you wish that you could tell your past self when you think um, about what you've been through I
1: always just especially when I do like the inner child work, it's mm-hmm. literally just giving her the biggest, warmest hug and just sort yeah. of saying like you are amazing, like you have been through a lot and mm-hmm. just, yeah, acknowledging that you have been through a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're going to be fine. Like you are fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that, yeah, it, it's going to be okay. And yeah. Yeah you're doing amazing yeah, yeah. you are doing amazing oh, I'll, tell you. You I'll tell you myself <laughs> there's always that doubt but <laughs> do what i can <laughs> yeah.
0: um and then i guess on the on the different side of that what do you think that we as a society could do better in this space or like how can we i guess better help our loved ones who might be going through something
1: like this so I think more of the amazing things that you're doing, sort of just trying to take that, that sticker away.
0: stuff like that and I'm like, this isn't about me. No, but it's
1: <laughs> real and it's so like um, easy to relate to, I guess, mm. as well. You know, again, I guess people in our age bracket and from all walks of life, just, yeah. you know, hearing their story to being able to, re- being able to relate is such a huge thing in itself. Massive. Um, huge. Such power in it. And, yeah. And really it's not me. I just said that before, but Maybe it's you too. guys. Yeah.
0: I'm just here talking crap on the other <laughs> microphone really, but it's, it's you guys being willing to come and share. Yeah. That's making the difference yeah. And
1: people being open. Yeah. 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 And it's helping people to open up, you mm-hmm. know, and to bring that awareness and, um, you know, just talking about, you know, other people are going through similar things and yeah. 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 It's huge. There's Um, a lot of power
0: in that sort of resonation. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, not feeling
1: alone. Yeah, definitely. And especially for, you know, seeing Daniel's journey as well, like for young men Yes, as well. And, you know, being, you know, a footballer and that whole stigma behind footballers don't cry not, not yeah. exactly like that but you know no, what I
0: mean no. like you've got to be yeah. tough and yeah don't show
1: emotion yeah that sort
0: of aspect that men had yeah. been bombarded with yeah. from that younger yeah. age definitely like our generation yeah. and the generation above us
1: yeah um, I'm just sure. hoping
0: that with the the younger generations coming in that you know perhaps that is starting to shift.
1: Yeah, and that's one thing that, yeah, does worry me. Obviously being a mum and mm. the world that we live in today is totally different to the world that we grew up in. So they're yeah. going to have their own challenges and particularly with mental health. yeah, um, it's, it's really scary and it's something that I think it needs to be spoken about more in school, even from, you know, mm-hmm. like my daughter's in year one, like from that age, like yeah, needs to be in the curriculum. I don't know what that would look like, but yeah, yeah I would probably, yeah, that needs to happen. Yeah. I don't think there's yeah any ifs or in thoughts. that education but piece. Yeah, 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 for the little ones. Definitely. How to deal with their own feelings, how to, you know, talk about their feelings, what they're experiencing, what they're yeah. feeling. Yeah. Who to talk to.
0: Who to talk to, where
1: to go. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I guess as well, like, you know, under a better understanding for kids, like, okay, I feel angry, mm. but... You know, where has that come from yeah. or why or why? You know, yeah. that sort of aspect to it as well. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, because I do think the more we can sort of help that, mm. the younger ones as yeah. they come through, and hopefully because it's like people our age mm. are having kids yeah. now and we're like, okay, mental health, we yeah. need more being done. Yeah. Hopefully that will then filter through with, yeah. I guess our generation's yeah. of children. Fingers crossed for
1: sure. Yeah. 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 And I guess the other thing would be, like we've touched on, is just more education about um, like things in the home, the things we're putting in our skin, the the things we're putting in our mouth. Regulations. Um, Yes. Yeah, it needs to. It's crazy that we live in Australia and some of the things that can, yeah, are allowed allowed. in our products. Mm. Um. I don't know if you've seen all over social media recently about Skittles and how there's like a chemical in them that, yeah, is, is toxic or? toxic yeah yes yeah. it is and it's in so many of those foods oh that you know the, Actually, i think i saw something come
0: up on facebook but i didn't i hadn't clicked in yeah it, i can't remember
1: exactly what it is but yeah. um but yeah there and there's so many things like that yeah yep yep
0: supermarket swap would know yeah she would know That's what's her, her name? <laughs> name
1: oh what is her name
0: but yeah definitely um yeah i've got nabula.
1: what is it Nabula?
0: Nabula? Yeah. Oh, yes. All right, shout out to her. She's gotten many mentions in this episode. (laughs) Thanks, nabs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, definitely I I agree that there should be sort of, I guess, more, I mean, more transparency. I guess, like, ingredients are listed, but, like, it'll be, like, Uh, flavor 723 or something
1: yeah there's like like weird ways around yeah like yeah renaming things as well and even things like you know like my nana was in a nursing home and even seeing what they fed them like and you know being in hospital like what they give you after surgery like it's it's repulsive like you're meant to be healing your insides and they're giving you yeah like yeah yeah yeah, something
0: with low nutritional. Yeah, value, like I'm zero. Sure. Yeah, like yeah. the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sickening. And there's so much healing power in food. Yeah, as well. Hundred like. percent.
1: Food is medicine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good. All right. So, lucky last question. Yep. And this is, I think, one of my favorite questions. But looking back with hindsight mm. at everything that. that you've been through,
1: <laughs> how do you feel about that path that you've been down? Again, like I've, oddly, I am grateful for like the path. Like it sucks that I've been through some of those things, but it's made me the person that I am today. Yeah. Um, and I'm grateful for that. Like I am strong and I'm also really humbled as well. So, yeah, I am oddly grateful. Yeah. Yeah. And one day that question is going to
0: bite me, I know. But <laughs> that's, I, that's why I like finishing it out like mm-hmm. that though. And, yeah. And, and You are such a strong person and you've been through so much. Yeah.
1: But like you said, it's what we go through that Mm. makes
0: us the person that we are now. Yeah,
1: definitely. And same as you, like if I can help just, you know, one person either by opening up today or whatever I do in the future, then yeah, that, that means the world to me. Yeah, mm. and I think you are going to help a lot of people by <laughs> awesome. um
0: being so open and you yeah. know, coming here and and chatting with me, yeah. having a cuddle with the cat. Yeah, <laughs> I love Dolly. I love that. Um, in your your answer in the email to that question, said exhausted <laughs> with an exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah, and that as
1: well. Yeah, I won't lie, I do exhaust myself. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes, but yeah, I think that's. Um, Yeah, a really nice way to to wrap the um, episode up. Yeah, and um, I'm so grateful that you have, like I said, come around today and opened up. And I can't wait for this episode to go live. And I just again really just want to say thank you. And I know how much I, I'm the one that everyone messages saying how much this has helped them. Yeah. And I just know that this is going to have a huge effect on so many people. So, so thank you so much no for way. taking the time. Easy. No worries at all. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. <laughs> all right, let's go enjoy some of that sunshine outside. Yes. Yep. And I'll see you guys next week. Dewey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Even better, if you know someone who might benefit from listening to it, please tell them all about it. You'll find more information from today's episode in the show notes. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on High Tide, Low Tide, please email me at Lisa, spelled L-E-E-S-A, at High Tide, Low Tide, A-U, or DM me on Instagram at high tide lowtideAU. See you next time!